Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. You know, it's so important that we look at 2016 with the right eyes. And last Friday for our New Year's Day show, Martha, we did, well, as as one of our listeners said, Jim, I'm not sure my mind really grasped what you guys were trying to do. <laughs> it was hard to talk on that show. I mean, it was hard for us to grasp it. Well, what we, what we talked about is retrospective resolutions. And you're like, what? Yep, I made it up. I looked it up on the internet. I believe I have now patented those words. Retrospective <laughs> resolutions. <laughs> you heard it first right here on I Work For Him. And what we did on, on the first, and we're going to carry it forward into today's show as we talk about how we want our marriage to look like in 2016. We did the show on Friday as if it was the 31st of December 2016. And we talked about the things that we accomplished in 2016 as if they were already done. Instead of setting up a a resolution that was just, I don't know, something that's super easy to go like, well, I'm not going to get that done. We said, here's what we did. And the, and the joy of it is that it's recorded and it was out there live on the air. So And we're taking um, those ideas deeper already. We are. And we're talking about them in a different way, even because of things that you stated or I stated in the show. And so the whole concept is instead of saying, oh, I hope I do this. 
living as though it is going to happen or as if it's already happened, saying, you know, the end game is this is what I want. So what are we going to do this year differently so that those things actually happen? Now, on that show on Friday, did we name Ace's fiance? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not prophets in that sense, and we d- we're not predicting the future. We're just saying, you know what? These are things I that want we, to have. Well, that's something I want to happen. Okay. Well, there okay. you go. All right. Ace, you can defend yourself. No, no wait. I, I, it sounds like you guys are moving a little fast for me here. That's what it sounds like. I mean, I think you guys need to slow down just a little bit. Well, you know, Jim does everything fast. He hey, talks fast. Ace, he drives you, fast. You've been working alongside me for five months. I move quickly. You have to You have to get a roller skates to keep up. Well, yeah, that, that's true. That's true. But even this, let's slow down just no, no, a little bit. I didn't Very mention any guy. names. You know, I, I just, you know, I was being funny. I didn't talk about it on the show either. I just brought it up now because you're sitting in the studio. All right. But here's here's what we did. I wrote a blog for our, we've got a weekly blog for I work for him and also for our business business services by trust.com. And it went out today on the services by trust website and it will go out on the blog on Friday for I work for him. And it talked about, I actually shared it today. Too. Oh, you did on Facebook. I shared it personally under Facebook. So. Okay. So it's out there on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Is it under our, I work for him Facebook page. Trust. It should be on the trust website or Facebook. Right okay. Now. Martha will put wow, it on. I'm really she'll, confused. She'll put it on the, I work for him Facebook page later. Sure. But what, what I did is I shared my retrospective resolution in four categories, personally, spiritually, physically, and professionally of the things that I accomplished past tense in 2016. Our focus of the show today is going to be on our goals for our marriage in 2016, some of the things that how you can also, well, some of the things that are worthy of setting goals for in 2016 in your marriage and in your other relationships, because we need to be intentional about this because if we don't talk about it, it'll never happen. You know, it's already the 5th of January for crying out loud. Where do the first five days go? And because we get, it's, you know, it's a leap year. You have 360 one day's left. So don't go away. Because listen, New Year's resolutions waste o time. How many of you out there raise your hand if you've ever, you know, completed a New Year's resolution all the way through the year? Raise your hand. Remember they're driving or they might be I didn't say raise both hands. I said raise one hand. This is true. So if you're one armed, don't do that. All right, so They could call in. That's right. You could co- if you have ever completed a New Year's resolution all the way through to December 31st, you may call in. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. We want to hear from you about what it was that you completed all the way through to the end of the year. All right. So you wanted to read our Bible verse. I did. It's um, from Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. And it says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And it's kind of funny because we were just talking about this. Um, I think when we were praying yesterday, we were talking about how, you know, New Year's New Year's and new things and flipping the calendar and all of that. But thank goodness, God's mercies are new every day. <clears throat> Excuse me. We don't have don't to wait. Don't get all choked up on you. <laughs> we okay. don't have to wait until a new year in order to receive the grace that God offers to us. His mercy um, is there for us every day. Every and morning. What a fabulous. Um, I used to have, uh, when I was running the bookstore, 
a mug that was one of our favorites because people love that about drinking their coffee in the morning and being reminded of God's mercies being new every morning. It's such a, a reassuring thing. By the way, I rest my case. Not a single person called in to say they completed a New Year's <laughs> resolution all the way through to December 31st. Well, there Point you go. Proven. They're not. They're all one arm. No, they are not. <clears throat> That was, that's even bad. Ace typed in that they're all one arm so they can't dial the phone. That is not true. They have Bluetooth. It's okay. Hey, listen, if if you've completed, I don't care what you look like, if you've completed, that has nothing to do with it, Ace. You just totally threw me <laughs> off. If you've completed a New Year's resolution all the way through to the end of the year, I want to hear about it. I, I, I'm proud to talk to you. All right, so let's talk about, did you make any New Year's resolutions? Or did I give you too much garbage about it that you didn't do it? Um, no, I didn't make any New Year's resolutions because we've kind of approached this year like you were just talking about the retrospective, retrospective resolutions. resolutions. That's right. Okay. So we had a lot of fun this week. This last two weeks, we had a lot of family in town. It was a lot of fun. And But we had my brother-in-law and sister on the show. Sue and Jeff were on the show with us as we talked about these retrospective resolutions. Yes. And what was your favorite one that we came up with on the air live that is now recorded in foreverness? That was a retrospective resolution that you are really excited about completing. Well, that we've already completed. Oh. The, the ones that we've already if it done. it were the end of the year. It's already in our mind. It's done. What? Which one did you oh, like the best? Oh, my goodness. Which one did I like the best? Well, I think that, of course, vacation would be at the top of anyone's list. In 2016, we went on a camping trip in a cabin with our grandkids from Minnesota. And we went on a cruise, just the two of us, just the two of us. Yeah, so because you we didn't I, talk about right. those ahead of time, I'm even more excited because, you know, it's like, wow, I just wasn't even planning on those things. So pretty excited about that. We are excited about that. Yes. I woke up this morning thinking about it already. I know. But this is happening. That's the good thing about this new perspective on looking at the year ahead by looking at the year behind. Well, one of the things we started last year that really has made, I think, we need to make more time for it. This morning it was my fault because I was making waffles, just like Donkey and Shrek. <laughs> uh, was just our prayer time in the morning that you added last year that really made a huge difference. Way to go! Way to encourage. It. And then you bought us the Jesus Calling that was morning and evening. Mm -hmm. So far, we've just read morning and evening at night. Yes, but the whole intention is every time we get done, this is just a side note, but it really is relevant. Every time we get done reading our devotions at night. Almost every day you say, wow, we should have read that this morning. <laughs> we might have done a few things differently if we'd have had that perspective on, on our day. And so what a great thing. They came out with Jesus Calling morning and evening. And so the whole intent is to focus on Christ in the morning. And then at the end of the day, it fo it helps you to kind of wrap that up. And it says before, what, is, what does it say every day? It says before you turn, turn off, off the, the light. light. Right. And so it's giving you that one last reminder. And again, making your focus even before you shut your eyes to be on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So again, the intentions are good. We'll see if we can get well, no, the no. morning part well, done in the morning. Well, in 2016, we did. Oh, we did. We did. Really? Cool. Yes, we did. That's fabulous. We also spent, we went on a date night every week in 2016. Yeah, that was kind of... What else did you, you got my blog in front of me. I wrote it down. I put it out there. I sent it out to thousands of people. Well, and I just shared that on the I Work For Him Facebook, so people can go and see the blog. So they can go out and blog. see what we did so in 2016. Jim is really wearing his life on his sleeve, as if he doesn't already. Um, 
But I they, have long sleeves on today, but they're rolled it, up. And you rolled them up as soon as it's the show hot. started. I'm in a leather jacket, and you rolled up your sleeves. Because so. it's so cold outside today, it might almost be like 65. Uh, yeah, it is a chilly winter day in Florida. <laughs> windows open two days. All right. All right. So it's no fair. You've got the stuff. All right. So we'll, we'll talk about those at the next segment. Let's, okay. let's go through mine. But let's talk about helping people make some good decisions on how they are going to spend 2016 in their couple relationships and their marriage relationships so that we can encourage people. So here's some, here's some questions. Which part, when we were dating, what did you enjoy the most about our dating days? Well, I think just because when you're dating, you're not getting to spend all kinds of time together. You still live in separate homes so and you have you're tired your separate spending time with me. You are not listening. I'm sorry. Just give me a moment here. <laughs> so when you're dating, there's a lot more anticipation about looking forward to that time together because you're not together all day. Like the Heinz ketchup so, commercial? Sure. Anticipation like that. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the biggest things for me was knowing that we had a date coming up and anticipating it, looking forward to it, getting ready for it. Kind of like you woke up this morning already thinking about a vacation that... And your mind has already happened, but we still have to plan it and pay for it and, and pay for get, it. Get there. Yeah, that is. We're part figuring of some it. listeners are going to call and say, listen, you guys deserve um, a vacation. We would like to pay for your vacation. And we would be very grateful. <laughs> very grateful. So I think that was probably one of the parts I enjoyed the most about our dating days was just the anticipation of a date. So has it helped? Because the next two Fridays after the show, we've got dates. I know. Well, that's where the conversation was starting to go. When you said we we're going to do a date every week, I'm, I, I can't believe it. Well, we already did. In 2016, we did a date every week. Yeah. You're going to freak out our <laughs> listeners. They're going to be like, he is anybody's one confused, confused call in at 877-943-9673. In fact, this Friday, we're going out on a date with a couple of listeners. We are. People reached out and said, hey, what can we do to help you with your ministry? And we then met him at the auto show, which is by far the top event in Tampa every year. And that was a date. That was a date. And then uh, we decided we're going to get together at our favorite Christian barbecue joint right here in Tampa Bay on Friday night. That's right at McDill and Schwann. McDill and Schwann. A little free plug. Four and rivers. we got to meet that manager last week when we went there oh, for, for dinner. His card my, it was soup. The manager at that new Four Rivers, he's from South Tampa. I think I what have a, it in my wallet. What a great guy. But anyway, what a great guy. We'll have to bring and him on the air as a, that would as a be guest. Fun. All right. So. My favorite part of the it, of our dating days yeah, was just being me. together. Because it wasn't what we did. It was just that we were together. Yeah. I can remember even being happy we were going to go to Taco Bell. And I remember having that conversation with um, a family member and then being like, you're going to Taco Bell on a date? And I'm like, well, back then we didn't eat out very often. Tacos and were it, 29 cents a piece back then. Were they really? They were pretty cheap. They were cheap. And Might as long as you didn't get a Supreme. But yeah. anyway, the, the whole point, again, was just being together and that, and looking forward to that time together. And um, we enjoyed that. I think one of the things that I have made the biggest failing when it comes to dating is the failure to plan. And you know, when we were going out. And what happens when you fail to plan? You plan to fail, <laughs> fail, fail. An echo there would have been good, Ace. You should have been able to pick that up. All right. But I think that the... The planning thing. I, I've gotten lazy on the planning thing. Mm -hmm. It's always last minute kind of stuff. And whenever you plan stuff, then when it, if you plan it way ahead of time, then I always poo-poo it because I'm like, really, I don't want to go anywhere because I'm tired. So let me share a little tidbit of, of what we're doing this year. We have this app that we use for our grocery list, and it's called Our Groceries. 
and that's a free plug, I guess. But the it's great. And I'm sure there's a lot of list apps out there that you can get on your phone. But we created a list of things we want to do because we always will be in the middle of somewhere and we'll be like, oh, we really want to ride our bikes over that new bridge on the Courtney Campbell. Or, oh, we really want to go to um, the Chihuly and see the new the exhibit or whatever. And then in the moment, you're like, what do you want to do tonight? I don't know. I can't think of anything. So what we have started started making a list. And it could be as simple of things as going to Trader Joe's is on our list. And like I said, biking we over hit the- Costco last week. That was the first time. We always wanted to go to Costco and never went to Costco. Yeah, people are going to think we're pretty lame. <laughs> But again, it's just the experience and experiencing it together that's so much fun. But we're using an app to keep a list so that we remember what we want to do. Coolest thing we bought at Costco last week? A garbage disposal. Oh, okay. The second coolest thing we bought at Costco last week? The three remote controls for lamps. Those are the greatest thing ever. Hey, you're listening to I Work For Him together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha Brangenberg as we talk about retrospective resolutions for your marriage in 2016. Here's why we do it. We take a step back every Tuesday to talk about marriage and relationships. Number one, because marriages in America are weak. Not all of them. But many of them are weak. Why? Because nobody's because people don't take enough time to work on their marriages. Number two, if your marriage is a mess, if your relationships are a mess, it will fall over into your workplace and you won't be as productive. Third of all, strong marriages raise strong children. Strong children raise more strong children. Solid marriages build up strong churches, make an impact on a community. We need strong marriages everywhere, which is why we take one-fifth of all of our shows and talk about marriage and relationships because, listen, your marriage needs to be strong. Maybe you're engaged right now. Maybe you're just dating. Maybe you're single right now, but maybe you're married. Anything we say on the show can and and will be used to help encourage you in those relationships. It's just so important. What would I say that makes you smile? That was good because it was like when they say, you know, anything in, that we say can and will be used, used against you. No, but not. it's for you. I Kenan, know. I, l- I liked you. that. I was smiling. Okay. Okay. We're talking about retrospective resolutions in our marriage. We're trying to get an idea of where to even start because in marriages, there's so many things you can work on. But dating is one of those things that's really important. That's what we started off with, dating. And we're going to, our goal is to have at least 52 dates this year. Well, we already did. In 2016, we had 52 dates. In retrospective resolution, we already did. Mission accomplished. Way so if we miss a week, does that mean we're going to have two, two dates in another week? Yes, and if we miss five weeks, that means every night will be a date. Wow, and then I wouldn't have to cook. And we're retentive well, enough where dates, I'll keep track of it if we're behind. If but the, if we're on vacation, we don't have to do it. Sorry. That's okay. Vacation is like a date. Okay. That's all right. So does it? So if we go on a five-day vacation, does that mean we have five weeks we don't have to go on dates? Um, We'll discuss that. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm, I don't. Right, so, I don't want to get you off easy, but at the same time, you know, this is—it's all about fun. Well, it's just about enjoying it and just remembering why you married each other. Now, Ace, you mentioned that you had a couple of resolutions that you wanted to share with the national audience. Well, I don't know if I said I wanted to share it, but <laughs> but, now but I will now. now. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one thing, and I actually discussed with you off the air. One of them is actually, uh, you've talked about this before, recommending it on the air, reading the Bible all the way through. 
is something that I decided to start. And the interesting thing is, is I'm not just going to read Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus and go through it. I'm actually going to read it in order. So mm-hmm. I actually have the first few days, I've read the first 11 chapters of Genesis. Now I'm actually going to be jumping to Job, the story of Job, uh, for the next few days. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but the key to, to... So it's chronological order. Right, chronological order. The key to uh, that whole thing and, and, and having my personal time with God, the other part of that is I'm, I specifically wrote down... I even typed it out and, and printed it and I put it on my wall. Um, I want to make sure I do all of that, reading and praying and having my personal time with God before 11 p.m. at night, every night. I may actually change that to even earlier to 10 p.m. That way I want to ensure that I'm actually alert and I'm actually awake when I'm spending time with God and reading his word. Awesome. And he can say 11 because he's younger. And he, <laughs> he's on the afternoon shift. I don't uh, know. But it's that's, that's awesome. awesome. Ace, I would tell you, it is the most. We did the chronological one-year Bible a couple of years ago, 2014, and it was a great experience. I understood things as within the books of of uh, first and second Samuel, first and second Kings, and first and second Chronicles, it shoved in all the prophets and showed who which prophet applied to which king, and that was really, really cool. And then the book of Acts shoved in all of the epistles of Paul in there. That was really cool as well, Martha. Well, and my favorite thing was when um, they insert the Psalms where David would have written the Psalm with what was going on historically, because then you saw him, you know, fleeing from Saul and writing his, you know, his Psalm that was what was on his heart at that time. And it just made so much sense. So I'm excited for your journey this year. And I hope other people take the um, initiative to do that. It's not too late. It's never too late to start. And I know that um, uh, our business partner is doing the same thing this year. He got the Chronological Study Bible and very excited about staying on track with that and and hearing it. So we'll be anxious to hear updates. That's right. All right, Ace, you had another one. You had a couple, you said. Yeah, I actually had a few more. Uh, One of them was actually, uh, especially this Christmas, this past Christmas, I got a lot of books. I think I got like seven or eight books. (laughs) um, And they're all... Uh, related to how to Im- either improve my faith or maybe a biography about somebody who was a- of a great faith. And so uh, I've decided, you know what, I'm going to read all of them by the end of the year. I'm going to accomplish reading all these books. There's, there's, you know, ones of different lengths and things like that, but I'm going to, my goal is by December 31st, 2016, to finish all of the books that I got for Christmas last year. That's a great awesome. goal. All right, one Very more. Good. You got one more? Uh, how about this? Uh, I'm going to take time each week to learn how to play the guitar and to learn a little bit about American Sign Language. Wow. <laughs> well, now the American Sign Language part of it is practical because sure is. a lot of people don't know, uh, but I'm actually hearing impaired. And right. I, I wear hearing aids, so, so I mean, it, it, you may not be able to tell over the air, but I, I think pra- for practical reasons, I think it'd be great for me to at least learn a little bit of uh, sign language. That's a, mm. I think that's a great idea. It's super practical and smart and very proactive. Neat. All right. So going back, so we, the dating thing, here's one of the things that it, it says as we did some research, kissing. A lot of couples, you know, when you're dating, you can't get enough of it. (laughs) But after you get married, you can't, you don't do it near enough. But kissing couples stay together. I mean, it's a stay together by kissing. Start your days with a kiss. But you know, when you were reading that verse, I'm going to just sidetrack on myself. Okay. When you were reading that verse that God's mercies are new every morning, I got to just tell you, every morning we wake up, it's still dark. And usually I'm awake before Martha and I'm staring at her and I'm just thanking the Lord that I have such an incredible wife every day. I've been doing that for almost 30 years. 
So just, I love you, baby. Oh, and I love you too. And, you know, I can only think of a couple times where we have departed from each other without kissing each other. And I think, you know, this isn't about um, public display of affection or anything, but it's really just, um, you know, it's the way that it we have been understood to express how much we care for each other. Just putting my scent on you. There you go. That's right. You're mine. But this this research actually says that couples that kiss are happier overall than couples who don't. Jim and Martha Brangenberg here together on Tuesdays on I Work For Him as we talk about marriage and relationship issues. And we're talking today about retrospective resolutions. Do you get it yet, honey? I get it. I'm just worried about all the people as they're just now turn, tuning in or in the middle of our conversation that are going, these people are talking like it's the end of 2016. It is. And we know it's not. No, it's not. But, but it is. we're trying to have the perspective that we're looking at the year retrospectively. That's why it's called that. Um, so that we can um, say that these are the things that we've accomplished and then make it our goal. That's right. And it really, the whole point of it is, well, it's what Martha said, but in my words, you know, a lot of times we say, here's what we want to do, but we never set up a plan to do it. Instead, we're saying, here's what we did. Here's what we did. Just like Ace just shared, he's going to read through the Bible chronologically in 2016. Well, he's already done it. In 2016, that's what he did. And so in our marriage, taking a new look at our marriages, and by the way, we're giving away a copy of the one-year Bible and a copy of Love and Respect, the best marriage book ever, to the first caller. And apparently everybody's sleeping today. No, Call in. Not The phone lines don't just light up because most people are driving and they're at work. So call in. These books are available. 877-943-9673. Last time I'm going to say it. 877-943-9673. Brought to you by mtlmagazine.com. You know, one of the things that we have committed to in our marriage, resolutions that we made years and years ago while we were dating, is we pray, we ended every day in prayer. Last year was, you started in like, I don't know, March or April, we started praying in the morning. And then, thank you for the call. We got, oh, the calls are lined up. Hey, we've got two one-year Bibles, hey, so you can give away both of them. All right, so one of the things we said is just, let's just make our marriage different. And we started working on our marriage being different Years and years and years ago, by starting off praying, and I know our parents both thought... Make it sound really old. Years and years. 30 years years is a long time. I mean, the Beverly Hillbillies were still playing on regular television 30 years ago. Well, that puts it in perspective. (laughs) (laughs) That's correct. All right, so when when we look at the things that we're doing, I'm asking you listeners, make your relationships different this year. And we're talking about marriages as well. Let's make your, get a fresh look, a new look at your marriage in 2016. What are some things that you can do to make a difference? And we talked about praying together, reading your Bible together, doing devotion together, starting your day with a kiss. Those are powerful things. Martha and I, in 2016, in retrospective, have already gone on 52 dates in 2016. That's awesome. I'm so excited. And we're starting off this Friday. Yeah. Well, technically, last Friday, well, it was New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Do we go on a date? Um, no, no, New we Year's. just played cards. Yeah, till well, late. The girls, okay. The girls lost to the boys. Yes, that three nights in a row. Did I have to say that on the air? You did. Oh yeah, that's right. Say that on the air. <laughs> and we, yeah, okay. So, what are some of the things that you can do to make your marriage feel new, bring vibrancy back? Do what are some of the things that Martha? Let me just ask this question: What are some of the things that we used to do together that we rarely do today? Is there anything out there like that besides going to the races on Saturday night? I really miss doing that. 
Yeah, and actually, I, added, dog I added it to our list. You did? Yeah. Sweet, because we really need to do that before they close down. So we're talking about drag no. car speedway. Speedway is what they call it, though. But they doesn't used to be the, the Sunshine drag- Speedway. Now it's the something else Speedway. Yes, but they have car races, demoli- sometimes demolition derbies, figure eight bus races, and those are pretty fun. And we do enjoy doing that. We so used to I do that every Saturday that night for years. Yes. That's good. I like that. I know. That's a good one. I And that's the benefit of having a list because I we were driving by it. You were driving. Didn't even know. I was like, oh, I'm going to add that to the list because I always forget. Did you add International Diamond Center on there too when we drove no, by that? No, I did not. That's good because it's right next to International Diamond Center. <laughs> it is. All right. But so we talked about in 2016, that's one of the big things we're going to do. We're going to go. We are intentionally going on two vacations this year. We already have the marriage cruise coming up, which by the way, there's still a couple openings. Somebody asked us yesterday. Are there any openings? We've got spots left in the marriage retreat for a few couples, but I don't know if the cruise ship has any spots left. So I don't know, but you can find out if you, if you email us or go out to our, actually best thing to do, go out to iworkforhim.com, mm-hmm. click on the cruise tab. Yep. Is that still on there? Yes. There is actually a cat. There's lots of places they can find it. They'll look for the marriage cruise. They'll find it. And they can go and click on that, and they can find Rick Saltarelli, our cruise planner's phone number, and give him a call. Yeah, because yeah, that'd be a great way to change your marriage. Because that's really what the marriage retreat does is it gets you time to just step back for a minute and just look at your marriage with fresh eyes without distractions. No children, no internet, no cell phones, no work. Everybody, somebody cooks for you, somebody cleans for you, somebody makes your bed and puts a little fake towel animal Folds on top of your it. your towels. Yeah, I mean, that's it's just right. amazing. So very, very cool stuff. So we want to make sure that we give you an opportunity. That's what the marriage cruise does. It gives you a step back. But in our own marriage, the marriage retreat's not a vacation. That's work for us. But it's fun, super fun work. Mm-hmm. We enjoy it a lot. So what are, is there anything else that we used to do that we haven't done that we really need to start doing again? Um, we walked a lot more in November and December. I'd like to do a lot of that this year. Yes, I just have to get my warmer clothes out. Yeah, because it's so freezing cold out. <laughs> I know. I might have to wear a long But yeah, that shirt. is one of the things that we are um, anticipating that we will accomplish. I don't want to lose weight. I just want to exercise more. Definitely I, I makes mind you I have more energy. Of course, most people are thinking, Jim doesn't need more energy. I had a Mountain Dew today, just but... in full disclosure. Not a whole one. Sorry. That's okay. Because that's on your list, too. If people look at your blog, they will see that you are saying, I'm going to limit myself to a half a can of Mountain Dew. I blew that already. Did you? I did. So in 2000, tomorrow, I can only have a quarter of a can. Uh, so you can average <laughs> so it all out? So I can average out? it all out okay. over the year. Because well, in 2016, I only averaged a half a can a day. There uh, you go. You know, some people are like, a half a can, that's no big deal. I'm like, that's right. It's no big deal. It's not a big addiction. His body ah. obviously responds very strongly <laughs> to it. That's awesome. So. All right. So what... Is there anything we, when we were dating, uh, well, we used to have a car with a seat with, it didn't have a bucket seat, it had a bench seat. Yes, and I would sit in so the I middle with fast, the seatbelt. Fast right hand turn so I could get you a sneak over. There you go. But no, because I was seatbelted. But you still got closer. I did. So Vinyl we, seats. We can't do that anymore. No, but, we can't do that. Um, I think that we probably used to. How about go, a couple dating? Well, we, 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 go, we go out with other couples a lot. So I don't think that that's something that. We lack on. In fact, I actually think we lack more in the area of dating, you know, just the two of us, because we often try to find purpose in in every uh, time that we get together with somebody. And we've got Kathleen calling in from Tampa. She's got a resolution she wants to share or maybe one that she's completed. Kathleen? Kathleen, welcome to I Work For Him. How are you doing? 
I am doing great. Thanks for asking. Hope everybody's doing well as well. Well, I'm sure everybody's doing great. So do you have a resolution that you're setting in place for 2016 or one that you completed in 2015? Uh, one that I completed in 2015. Did you actually make the whole year you did it, the whole year? Yeah, the whole year. It was really hard, but um, completed it. Okay, tell us about the resolution. Okay. Well, it's a little bit personal, but... Um, you know, I, I broke off of a relationship in 2014, and uh, really heartbroken. Um, I just came running to the Lord, and I said, Lord, I really want to please you. I really want to, you know, live for you. So 2015, my resolution is going to be um, that I want to be pure, uh, both um, body and, and, and mind and soul. I want to be pure for you. And uh, believe me, in the beginning, it was really hard. But uh, 2015 ended, and uh, it remained. Mm-hmm. And I just, when it happened, you know, I'm still single. But when that happened, um, I just, um, I just felt that I had a deeper connection with the Lord. Um, he showed me that I am so worth it, and I just learned many things today. Um, you know, it's completely different, and I feel so happy that I made that determination and to stick with it. I know that he's not going to put me to shame. He's going to raise me up, and he's going to bring me the person that's meant for me. So um, that is my resolution completed. Thank you so much for sharing that. That Mm. is like one of the best resolutions ever. I've heard, I have had friends in the past, people have heard that they've made that same commitment, and I know it's difficult, but I can guarantee this. You will never, ever regret giving the Lord that one year of your life to, Mm -hmm. to gain just to gain a reconnection and to maintain your purity. What a, just fantastic. Can we pray for you right now, Kathleen? Because I just think that's the most, we ought to pray about this. That'd be okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Father, I just thank you for Kathleen calling in. And Lord, I thank you for her commitment to you and your commitment to her. And Lord, I pray that you would prepare that man that is right for her. One that has an equal commitment to maintain purity and look for a wife that is deep in desire for the Lord. And uh, Lord, thank you for Kathleen calling in and sharing this today. And Lord, just to protect just guide her path and protect her as she waits for you to provide this man. And we just ask all this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thanks for coming now, in. Ace, did Ace get your address? Okay, good. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, perfect. We'll get something sent out to you. Kathleen, thanks for calling in today. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. You know, what an encouragement because so many times we do set up um, or have a desire to make a resolution and we know that it's hard to keep it. But, to, you know, nobody ever looks back and says, wow, I wish I hadn't kept that resolution or whatever. You know, what a great accomplishment. And to know that well, it, was, know. it drew her closer to the Lord. I think Joshua, our son, had had that feeling by like February or March last year when they oh. went sugar free for like three months. And he lost like 10 pounds when he wasn't trying to lose weight. I think he regretted the resolution. No, I don't think he regretted it. I think he just had to refine it a little bit. But and most people, if they cut out sugar and they cut out different things, they tell you the benefits and they tell you it's worth it once you get past the cravings or past the whatever. Um, and I just think that that's how, you know, what a huge accomplishment for Kathleen that she stuck with that and grew closer to the Lord is the greatest um, benefit that you can get from something like that. And that's awesome. I am willing to go a month without any desserts. If you are willing to go a month without baking anything. <laughs> yeah. But this time of year, we like to bake. It keeps the house warm. The oven Ladies is on. and gentlemen, when Martha and I started dating, I weighed 145 pounds. When we got married. I was somewhere between 145 and 50. 
and I weighed two and a quarter today, and it's all because Martha cooks, no, bakes it is all not. the time. I do not bake Mountain Dew, right, Ace? This uh, is not he's on, on the phone. me. Don't interrupt oh, he's, he's having a conversation. But okay. It, 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 but you you make sweet things, and that is a weakness for me. All right, so we've talked about dating. We've talked about kissing. We've talked about Bible study together, doing devotions together, praying together. We talked about just trying to rekindle some of that romance uh, in our marriages just so you can get a fresh look at it in 2016. And maybe that's one of those things that uh, um, you'd like to you listening today. Thanks to Barbara for calling in from Largo and Kathleen, of course, from Tampa. They won a couple of copies of the books that we're giving away today, and we'll get those out to you in the next couple of days. Awesome. All right. When we come back, uh, well, we got a few minutes left. We got a few seconds left. I really, is there anything else that I used to do that I don't do anymore? Oh, well, that's kind of a dangerous question. Yeah. What, I, I, else I, I don't know why you're focusing on that. Why it's what well, we used to do. Because maybe do. it's something I, you really like that I just stopped doing out of laziness. Uh-huh. No, because you're really not a lazy person at all. So um, I think that one of the things that I loved about the blog that you just writ, uh, wrote, and I'm going to go there, is the fact that you were looking at um, the different aspects of our lives and just saying, you know, we need to be intentional in those four things that um, focusing on spiritually, what am I going to do to grow myself? Personally, what am I going to do to to grow physically and professionally. And that's with, I work for him. I think that's a great focus is intentionally doing things to grow professionally this year. In, in 2000, yeah, we'll go through those details, but in, in 2016, I work for him goes on multiple stations <laughs> all across the country. Some of that's already started to happen. And today we're talking about retrospective resolutions. What did you do to give your marriage a fresh look in 2016? And Martha, you're having a problem with this approach. You you don't, because you're you're saying that, you know, I'm not a prophet and I can't predict the future. And I'm speaking as if these things are already done in 2016. And and you said off the air that you you can't just speak things into existence. So come on, let's have a little conversation here. Well, I just, I just, it's not that I don't like this approach because I've already seen how it has changed our conversation about the things that we're doing. But I just, of course, me, I'm always worried about how people are going to take it and how they're going to interpret it. And we just don't want people to think that we're saying, if you speak it into being, it's going to be. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. And even like the concept of people that, you know, the word believe if I believe it's going to be warm out today, it is not going to be warm out today. It, it that doesn't it doesn't affect it. <laughs> well, it depends on your perspective. If you're from Siberia, today is like okay. a heat wave. Warm to me. Okay. But I just I just want to make sure that people understand that this is just about having that conversation of like if seeing the end game and knowing what the final goal is and believing that you can do that through God's grace. And then looking back and saying, wow, look what we've done. Well, it's building intentionality into it. And it's something that we have missed, certainly in the last year, when work got totally crazy. We've missed some intentionality in our marriage. Mm -hmm. And I really want to make sure that, you know, we don't take these golden years and miss them. Yeah. And I even just had a conversation with somebody this last week when we were talking about being empty nesters. And they're like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to wake up and not know who my husband is and what to do, you know, because... That's we didn't want to be that. And so we have tried really hard over the years to be more purposeful. But this is just kind of taking it to a whole nother level. And I'm I'm looking forward to this year and what God's going to accomplish and how he is using us. I just didn't want people to think that 
if we believe it, it's going to happen. So, so. <laughs> if you believe it, it will be. <laughs> hey, but what is your retrospective resolution? As we come to the end of another I Work For Him show, thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for the callers calling in. Barbara and Kathleen, love to hear from you. That was fantastic. Thanks for sharing that testimony. Thanks to Ace Andrews for juggling all those phone calls and for giving us his New Year's resolutions. We will check back with mm-hmm. him in 361 days to see how he did. <laughs> Hey, thanks so much to our show sponsors. Find out more about them on our website. There's a whole, there's a click button on the bottom of the webpage that links to every one of our advertisers. Make sure you let them know how much you appreciate them. So what did you learn today about how you're going to impact 2016 and the city? You know, we learned today that we can impact our lives by being proactive, by talking about what are we gonna do in 2016, but really, what have we done in 2016? Looking ahead and saying, what are things that I really wanna make sure I accomplish and building them in as we set, not resolutions, but really intentions. And especially with our marriages, people underestimate the power of marriage. Marriage was a covenant created by God. Marriage is the fabric of society. And it's only been recently in the last 20 or 30 years that marriage has been ripped apart at the shreds because it makes people feel uncomfortable. They want to just sin the way they want to sin. So they don't want to be married. But ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you, working on your marriage, You'll never say, boy, I wish I hadn't worked on my marriage. You'll love it. It's fantastic. Marriage is a gift from God. What are you going to do this year to make your marriage awesome? Let us know. Iworkforhim.com. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers and we own our own business, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.